Oh man, another tough loss for the Brock Eagles in non-district. Hello everybody, Terry Bennett here on the DFW Executive Realty, Tommy Hayes Photography, Brock Eagles Football Show, right here on S2S Sports, part of L4 Media, and the Eagles play Pleasant Grove in a battle of the Eagles, and what a classic that was. That game felt like it was being played in 1983 Two teams that are going to run a run the ball right down your gullet, have some big pass plays, play hard defense, play solid special teams. And for a game, you know, and all the talk about last year's non-district game and the way Brock lost to Franklin and State, that was frustrating. But this was literally having victory stripped from you as you get the first down to clinch the game. And the Pleasant Grove defense does such a wonderful job of keeping the player up. And something that's something we talk about in the show, that's something Coach Mathis and I talked about off the air. And, and you know, the Philadelphia Eagles have kind of gotten famous for that, that the way they do that quarterback sneak where Jalen Hurts will sneak, and then you have a couple guys behind him pushing forward. The problem is, is defenses are countering that. And as Coach Mathis says, they do the same thing with their defense. Don't let him go down. Hold him up strip the ball, force the officials to blow the play dead. Uh, and on this night, it, it went against Brock. It was a great play by the defense. And then for Pleasant Grove to, to then be able to drive down the field and get the touchdown to win 10-7. to I know we said it a lot last year, but it also all proved to be right. This is the games. These are the, the moments where you learn as a team. Uh, as I texted Coach Mathis after the game, the pain is now for the glory in December. And at the end of the day, it's about winning that state championship. And this is a game that will get you closer to that goal. And it was just a great game as well. And they've got another great game this week as the Brock Eagles will be at home for the first time in 2023 to take on a Wichita Falls Hershey team that beat Clint last week, 34 to nothing. Not quite as good of a Husky team, in my opinion, as last year, but still a pretty deep team, a pretty athletic team. And they got a quarterback that's very, very athletic if not sometimes a little erratic. Uh, but this will be another good matchup for the Eagles, and we're here to talk about that with the head coach of Brock, Coach Billy Mathis. Before we do that, we want to thank our sponsors. First off, Eddie Washington, DFWExecutiveRealty.com. You can also call him, 817-680-9134. You can email him, edwash1 at msn.com. If you have any realty needs on the Fort Worth side of DFW, Eddie is your guy. He'll take care of you. Go to their website. They have property search. Uh, they have featured properties. They have a way that you can look up uh, listings by zip code, by city. They have it all. DFW Executive Realty. Also, I want to thank Tommy Hayes Photography. Find them online at TommyHayesPhotography.com. In fact, he's given me position. Uh, position. He's given me permission uh, to use that wonderful pick he took of the Brock Eagles coming out of the uh, of the blow up last week that's going to be the new brock eagle football show uh picture you know when you, when you go to the site you see a you know you see a brock picture it was i was using like last year's or i think that might have been two years ago uh but he got he shot a, a great one and i love the look of the uniforms this year uh it looks like the and again this is by the photography i know filters and all but it looks a little bit more of a 
uh, what I call a faded blue and a faded gold, and I really, really like that look for the Brock Eagles. So I do appreciate him for letting me use that. Of course, he's also uh, the guy that put together the media guide with all the great pictures. He does great action photos. He does portraits. He'll even mentor young photographers. That's how awesome he is, and and that's that's just him. That, Tommy is one of the nicest guys uh, when, when dealing with We get to see him a couple times each year, Grant Goodwin and I. And we just absolutely love talking Brock, talking all of his f- photography trips, like when he goes to Alaska and all that kind of fun stuff. And it's just a blast hanging out with him. And we appreciate him and Eddie. Hey, you know, last few years, this show has been sponsored up five, six ads. Uh, this year, it didn't work out that way. We're still looking for sponsors. So please, if you want to be a sponsor of this Brock Eagle Coaches show, uh, please let me know. Uh, email me, Terry at S2Sport.com. Uh, but Eddie and Tommy, they've been there almost year one. And in fact, pretty sure they were there. I think it was 2016 when we started. I'll, I always forget when I started this Brock show back then, of course, with Chad Worrell. It was either 2016 or 2017. And, and we're going strong there. And we've continued it with Billy Mathis. And, and I've enjoyed interviewing him, consider him a good, close friend. Uh, one of my good coaching buddies. He's a fun guy to talk to. Uh, and, and I saw that frustration uh, when RL4 Tish Lee interviewed him after the game. I, I know that face. I, I saw it where, you know, he's one of the most positive people in the world, but there are moments when you can catch it. And there was a moment where he was just like, what else do we have to do against a, a team like Pleasant Grove? Uh, but that, again, that's, that's, you know, iron sharpens iron, as they always say. All right, we're going to take a break, and we're going to hear what Coach Mathis has to say about that Pleasant Grove loss and the Wichita Falls-Hershey game coming up here in week two of the season. And we'll do all that right here on the Tommy Hayes Photography, DFW Executive Realty, Brock Football Show on S2S Sports, part of L4 here at L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie, and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. And you can see it all on our YouTube channel at L4 Media Company. Like and subscribe. Terry Bennett back here on the Brock Football Coaches Show right here on L4 Media. Now joined by the head coach of the Eagles, Coach Billy Mathis. And Coach, it's a little bit of a broken record from last year in the first part of the year, but dadgummit, y'all played them so well. You had them there. It it slips away at the end. Uh, Your thoughts on the game? Man, you want to talk about just absolutely heartbreaking. It was, you know, you go from – four quarters of just battling and, you know, two defensive standouts from, from both sides of the ball. And, you know, both of our offense have had opportunities and defenses, you know, did a great job of, you know, doing some different stuff, you know, really for us, no practice or no scrimmage could have replicated the speed of their defense and the speed of the game. And man, they, they gave us some, uh, gave us some problems there. And, it was a tough game, you know, and for it to end the way it ended, right, to, from going from, you know, quarterback sneak to, to the first down to where we're about to kneel it, and then all of a sudden the ball gets stripped out, and then they go down the field and score the way they scored so fast. You will talk about the air being letting out of yourselves, but so many good things came from that game, right? I mean, not only did we have new coaches on the sideline, right, and there's always, you know, that whole – deal goes with coaches being on the sidelines on the headsets you know everybody working together I mean it's something that that we work through also through non-district games you know that whole dynamic um to 
you know, having a new quarterback and a new center and just new guys out there on the field. We knew there were going to be some growing pains, but, you know, once it was all said and done, man, I was so proud of our team. I was so proud of, you know, of course, Brody. Gosh, he did such a great job back there and got the crap knocked out of him so many times at times. And the dude just jumped right back up like a warrior, popped right up, ready to go, you know, never any bad body language, never any um, griping or anything like that. And that was what I was most excited about just from a team's perspective. Nobody ever on the sideline, you know, nobody on the defense was like, come on offense, you know, do this or the offense wasn't ever saying thing. These dudes, man, they pull for each other and they love each other. And that, and that's, what's going to make us special. And that's what's going to get us to where we need to be, you know, but tough game to lose. I was proud of the way we played. Now we got some things we got to clean up and, and, and to fix and do all that, but that win or lose, you, you're going to fix those things. You know, those are things you're always going to do. So, but I was excited for the guys to, you know, top ranked state teams going at it early in the season. And, you know, it was a um, heartbreaker, but I'm, I'm a little bit more over it now than I was this weekend. Well, you, you bring up a good point though. Something that I've honestly never really thought about as far as a coaching staff that, you know, you're, you've been there for a few years, but it's new coaches coming in and, and y'all can, you know, y'all can work through all your flow charts and your scenarios, but you don't really know how y'all are going to communicate with, with each other until you're in that live action of that first game. 100%, especially whenever um, things are kind of going and chaotic because, you know, all of us have big personalities. All of us, you know, want to make sure we're doing our job right. You know, we got, you know, Coach Merritt up there in the box and Coach Bennett up there in the box watching the, you know, the O-line and the, the skill guys. And, you know, everybody's talking to everybody and we're talking through plays and talking about, you know, what the defense is doing. And sometimes on those headsets, it gets hectic, you know. And, you know, of course, I'm over there calling all the best plays. Hey, run this, run this, run this, <laughs> you know. And finally, at one point in time, I was just like, hey, I got to be quiet. Let's all, hey, Coach Christian, get, you know, you do your thing. You know, of course, Coach Christian, man, he, he he's always he's always one step ahead of everybody else. And, you know, and he's, he's the most calm, cool out of all of us. Uh, so he's always got it under control, but you know, it's one of those deals you, you look at and you, you go through and after the game, you know, we all kind of look at each other and go, good gracious, you know, what a game, what a, you know, now let's, um, let's get all this stuff dialed in. Well, you know, you bring up the offense and I know it's really easy to say, oh man, they struggled, but if you don't realize Pleasant Grove has not one of the best defenses in 4A they have one of the best defenses in all of Texas this year. They've got D1 commits across that line. They've got D1 commits that are going to be that are sophomores now that'll be getting offers in a couple of years. Your offense, you're not going to really get a chance to see your offense in my opinion till this week just because of how good your opponent was last week. Yeah, they were they were very very talented and they did a great job um scheme-wise of some of the stuff and and really and truly, you know, our offense did great. We moved the ball. We just there were times when we got overloaded and, you know, just, you know, blew an assignment and, you know, those type of things happen, you know, and there's a difference between when you blow an assignment against a D1 guys and, you know, a quote unquote, just regular guy, you know, just a regular high school football player. When you blow assignments against two D1 football players, they make you pay really fast. So, you know, the, the speed and 
the way that they play, you know, there's a reason that they're being recruited by Division One football teams. Well, you I, know, so yeah. I mean, you said it best right there. That's why they're being recruited by D1 teams. I, I saw the, the uh, Artish Lee interviewed you after the game, and, and I've got to know you pretty good. And, and I did see in your face, though, it was kind of the when are we going to get the break in these type of games moment in your face. <laughs> it's, I don't know, you just look into the kids' <laughs> eyes, and, you know, and I, you, just, you just feel as a coach that you let them down, that we didn't do a good enough job preparing them. You know, even as much work we put in as the practice we put in, the film stuff we put in, you know, when when things like that happen, you just feel like you, you let your boys down and didn't do a good enough job preparing them for, for the game. And it, it, it just God, it it hurts. Man. It's it. This isn't just a football game. You know that. I mean, this is this is life. This is what these boys. You know, they go and do all this work and give you their heart and soul every day. And all you want to do is make sure that you know you give them the best chance to go win. And you know, we didn't do that as as a coaching staff. And gosh, Almighty man, it hurts. But you know, our boys are resilient and they're tough, and so are our coaches. And you know, we shake it. We're gonna shake it off, and we're gonna get ready for Hershey this week. Yeah, let's talk about the Huskies. They're one and zero, of course. Last year, another great game, thirty-seven to thirty. Now they do lose a lot of their offensive stars from last year, that of Marion Peterson and Jamarian Carroll, but they have a lot coming back offensively with their quarterback, and they also have a pretty good athletic defense coming back. Oh, their their defense is uh, as athletic as anybody around, and. Just big and strong, well coached, you know. And their quarterback, he's one of those guys that if you miss, he can go ninety on you. If you don't, if you don't cover guys tight, he's good enough. He throws them in small windows. He's really got an electric arm, and man, he will fire that ball thirty-five, forty yards down the field on a one ball, just you know, right through the middle of everybody. So he has no fear. And 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 his his skill set. I mean, he'll he'll be running out of bounds, jump up and throw it back across the field and put it on the money. So he 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 makes their offense go. You know, and their defense is solid and, and stout, and they get the ball back to him, and he goes and does his thing. Well, you know, you, you talk about how he, he, I like the way you said that he has no fear, but you can take advantage of that getting with your aggressive defense. You go from a team in Pleasant Grove that's kind of like y'all, hey, they, they, they want to minimize the mistakes to a team in Hershey who they'll take the big plays, but they'll also take the mistakes too, and that's where y'all can get your defense in on them. Yeah, you know, we're hoping we're able to capitalize on some of that and, you know, get some turnovers, go up there. You know, their offensive line is, is big and, athletic you know so we're gonna have to have the same strategy that we had last week can't let the quarterback get get loose and get out there and you know especially when you got guys dropping back and you let a fast quarterback get out of the pocket and you don't contain him you know it's going to be a 20-yard pickup at the minimum so we've got to do a great job of containing him and making him put some pressure on him making him throw a bad pass you know ill-advised pass to where we can get an interception or you know Go get a turnover or two, give it back to the offense, and you know let them go down the score. And I think if we can go down there, if we can minimize their big plays, it's going to make them want to you know get impatient at times, 
And I think we can capitalize on that. So I have to ask, you know, after a game like that, and it's not just the loss. It's like you said, it's the way you lost. My co-host kind of jokingly said, Brock just lost how Dallas Cowboys usually lose, just in a weird way. How has practice <laughs> been this week? Have they bounced back from that? No, practice has been great. Um, you know, the weather's been cooler. But, you know, you, they remember – and we, and we talked about it Monday morning when we came in for weights. You know, I asked them, well, you know, what motivates them to go be great today? And, and it's that loss. It, it's that feeling, terrible, terrible feeling that you have after a game when you're sitting there and the other team's cheering and they're so excited and you know you just gave one away. It's a bad feeling, and it's a feeling you don't want to have. That's what's motivated them to come out stay focused, stay ready, and come out hit the weight room hard and go out there on the practice field and just absolutely get after it. So practice has been physical. It's been fast. It's been very up-tempo, you know, but the kids have been alive and they're excited. So they're excited to come play a home game um, early this year. And it's going to be a, it's going to be a battle again. There's no doubt in my mind. Hershey is a very fine football team, very well coached, but our guys are going to be ready. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, a lineman climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. Si habla espanol. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, a lineman climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. Si habla espanol. As always, I want to thank Coach Mathis for joining us here on the Tommy Hayes Photography DFW Executive Realty Brock Eagle Football Show. And, and, and I love that last line because I went back and listened to last year's shows uh, in the non-district, the 0-4 start and all that fun stuff. And almost every one of them, his last line was, we're going to be ready. 
You know, we always talk about a quarterback needs to have a, a short-term memory. A cornerback needs to have a short-term memory. I think coaches do too sometimes. And the great ones always do. And the great ones can be 0-10, but in their mind, they're going to win the next 10, no matter what. Uh, and that's that, again, we go back to the Brock, you know, what makes Brock, Brock, and that's part of it. It's that mentality that no matter who you play, no matter what you did last week, no matter what you did last play, from this point on, we're going to win. And if we don't win the next play, well, then that, from that next point on, we're going to win. And, and that's the way great teams – culture has been a big theme this week. Every week, and sometimes I look for it, and sometimes they just happen naturally. And I'm doing a coach's show with a coach who is starting a, you know, starting at a new school, a program that has been in the dumps lately. And culture has been a big key word with him. And he reminds me a lot of Coach Matheson that it's not just he's not just saying it because that's what you're supposed to say. He truly believes in what he is saying when he talks about that culture. But culture is, and it might have been like this forever. Uh, and maybe it's just as you get older, you notice it more. But to me, culture is so important. And, and as we were talking on that other show, culture begats winning, not winning begats culture. You don't win until the culture is there. The win is the end of the journey. The journey in of itself is building of the culture, building of the locker room, building of the environment, the atmosphere, the attitude. And Brock has that in spades, and so that's why it, it, that's why it's it, it, it you can you can not have fun, but you kind of just chuckle when you lose a game like this because Brock usually wins these games. Uh, but either way, great game, and so it, it gets you closer to that state championship goal. And again, at the end of the day, that's all that matters. We put that game to bed, Hershey. We'll talk about it next week right here on the Tommy Hayes Photography DFW Executive Realty Brock Eagle Football Show on S2S, part of L4 Media.